Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're looking for a bank that is ranked in the top 10 of customer surveys, banking customer surveys conducted by Forbes, Time Magazine, well, Renaissance is that bank. And I happen to work with Renaissance Bank, and uh, I, I can confirm that. I think they're big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them but small enough to do it in a personal way. That's been my own experience. So if you're looking for a better banking experience for your business, go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Brian Slack. Brian is a chair with Vistage International. Brian, welcome. Thank you, John. Great to be here. Hey, Thank you. yeah, it's great to have you here. So let's talk a little bit about you and Vistage. How are you serving the market out there? Um, I retired uh, about two years ago now, and I took over two existing Vistage groups. Mm-hmm. Vistage is the world's largest CEO mentoring organization. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I had two groups with 10, 10, 11 per group. All of them are CEO or significant operators inside their business and um, from there uh, began to uh, be a I don't so much mentor them as they mentor each other and you're there just to shepherd the discussion I'm the chair okay, okay. there the, you go the chair's responsibility is to put together uh, uh, meetings every month however they're hosted by the members uh, get all the invitations out, get people there, make sure everybody's fed, the technology is appropriate, and generate thought ideas and work on what we call issue processing yeah. with members. And yeah. that may be the strongest thing the groups do. So let, let's, before we get dive deep into that, um, and I, I do want to come back to that, let's talk a little bit more about you. So you retired from ProLink and talk about that journey that you had. And uh, I guess what, what were some of your highlights along the way in that, in that journey? I always sort of laugh at, at Purdue university. I worked for a contract cleaner and on my last day working for this contract cleaner, I hit, I was a window cleaner and I um, hit my head on an awning, got about four or five stitches in my head. And I remember thinking I'll never be in this business again. And then later, I spent over 30 years in the industrial cleaning business. Oh, wow. And the last 13 with um, uh, ProLink, mm-hmm. which is a national organization of independent sanitary supply companies. And we worked with distribution, branding, contract, and better yet, um, we would do work on, con- on um, competency development. So what could a business do on their own, but maybe we could do better for a hundred of them. Mm. And that's what we did. And going back in the late nineties and early two thousands, I was a partner in what was at that time, the largest industrial brush company in the United States. And we sold that in 2003. Um, the guys I worked with were really 
clairvoyant. They understood that everything was going to go to the other side of the world. And we sold it at the absolute best time that you could sell that business because there are probably very few brooms, brushes, industrial brushes being made in this country today. Yeah. Wow. Timing is everything, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So, uh, Brian, why, why Vistage? I mean, the, lot, lots of things you could be doing in your uh, post, post-retirement or your retirement and, and your post-ProLink experience. Why Vistage? What I think... When I was in high school, I, I knew a man. He had an influence on me, and he was part of an organization at that time called YPO. And he was truly an entrepreneur, manufacturing plants of maybe three or 400 employees. And he just talked, told me about the value that he received when he was in the room with peers trying to understand problems that they had, and they helped him solve his. Mm. And so years later, I was involved with a business. I was a VP of sales, a large business. Uh, my president was part of YPO. Did some stuff with him with YPO. When I came back here to Atlanta and my boss, CEO, was part of Vistage, I just asked if there was something for maybe lower-level executives. And so I joined at that time what was a key group. And then when I became president CEO, I rejoined Vistage as a CEO member, mm-hmm. and I was part for eight or nine years. Mm. And I, when I was wanting to retire, and I told it was funny. I was in the cleaning business. I told my board um, in June of 2018 that I was going to retire in 18 months. No way did I realize that there would be this worldwide pandemic right as I'm ready to retire. <laughs> And cleaning became important to everybody. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the business uh, flourished in that last year when we were all sort of locked down. I mean, um, never sold more Purell in my life. Um, I'll bet. And it was just a great way uh, to leave an industry because now for the first time, the public demanded to understand what it was like to go to a clean environment. They mm. wanted to be part of that. And that's what we taught was how to clean for health. Mm-hmm. And I would tell our members for years that ProLink was, our members were the first line of defense as it related to public health in the United States. And we mm. were able to finally live that at the end. So now I retire. I don't really want to uh, retire. I just want to be out of everything. You know, the old joke that if you, Keep on your on your desk pad how many questions you answer in a day and how many questions you ask. I no longer wanted to have the be the one with the answers, and so this allows me the chance to still be in the game. I don't own the problems, mm-hmm. I don't own the issues, but boy, it certainly is fascinating to get be in a room with fifteen um, high energy type A personality men and women as they begin to diagnose other people's problems and the perspectives they give and the problems that they help solve it's exciting yeah that's that sounds exciting and the thing that's interesting about you is you spent so much time as a member of one of these groups so i mean maybe you can just um you don't have to go into specific details if if it's not appropriate but it would be great maybe if you could share something that came out of that group that helped your business, ProLink, at the time. Well, for me, one time I was trying to understand, uh, we ProLink held 
opened um, regional distribution centers through 3PLs, and the idea was to maybe um, help lower the inventory cost, but speed up the inventory turns for its members. That was the biggest investment they had. Mm -hmm. And um, so how do you do it? How do you staff it? How do you keep your costs under control? And, you know, and my group sort of helped me every inch of the way on that. Mm. And that's, you know, I was really running a business that was around branding and the, and the manufacturers did all the shipments and the, and the holding of inventory. And all of a sudden we were going to get into that. And how do you do it? And how do you do it well? And, you know, and one of the members in one of the groups is a worldwide, um, protein broker of food all over the world. Mm. Um, he understands what it's like to acquire a product, hold it, move it and sell it on, on slim margins. Mm -hmm. And so just people in the room. Um, wow. You know, and, and what, what's fascinating on the issue stuff, and I know you want to talk about that a little bit more, is that the perspectives. You sit in a room, somebody says, I I have a problem. How do I do this? The issue is important to me because what have I done to date is this. Mm -hmm. And what I want the group to help me with is this. And so as they begin to lay out that issue, how people in the rooms, everybody's perception of that problem is different. Yeah. And when when the group is really effective on asking clarifying questions, the answer becomes obvious. This is really um, the old the concept. I, I don't want to say old uh, it, because that uh, may marginalize the term, but it's it's a classic that's a better way to put it. It's the classic idea of a mastermind yes. where, where the, the value of that group, those group members together, working together, uh, it creates more power and more energy and more uh, knowledge, um, and insight than each of them individually. Well, that's right. You know, and part of what we have as type A personalities is we've made decisions. Mm-hmm. And we go to our book of decisions that we've made good, bad, or indifferent. Right. And times change and our perspective sometimes doesn't. Mm. And the group, the answers force a change in perception. Mm. You know, I mean, we, it's interesting. You know, Henry Ford, they, they said, you know, um, what did people want in transportation, you know, 150 years ago? And if he would ask the public, they'd say they wanted a faster horse. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the perspective of, of, of business leaders asking questions around a business, they're familiar with your business because they're with you once a month, mm -hmm. but they're not intimate with it. Right. The best questions come from the mouth of babes, mm. right? Yeah. And then from there, the answers. Yeah. And we had one recently was as it ended, certainly the perspective that somebody brought up at some point in the questioning changed the whole room. And it was just a, it was from their position how they saw it, very valuable. And you can't you can't buy that, mm -hmm. right? You know, right. Um, um, a um, a person that might be um, a consultant doesn't give you that. I mean, I've always sort of laughed and said a consultant is the guy that borrows your watch to tell you what time it is, <laughs> and and so none of these 
folks are consultants, but they're intimate and wanting to know. And as these groups mature, and both of my groups are are mature, they've been together, some of them for eight, ten years um, together. I've got some people that have been in for 30, but in multiple groups. There gets to be a real intimacy, although they're not like getting together all the time. They're getting together once a month. They care about each other. And Vistage, different from other groups, they really work. Mm-hmm. Work work really hard one day a month. And people will say to me, say, Brian, I cannot give up a day a month. And I go, well, if you're working 60 hours a week, um, you're not giving up 5% of your time. You're giving up about 25 for 3% of the time. And it's the one day a month where you can go and listen and think and reflect on your business rather than be in the middle of it doing it. Yeah, and one thing, I'm glad you brought that up because one thing uh, that I think makes sense here when you're talking about this mastermind concept is um, that you get insights from on your own business just from listening to someone else talk about theirs. So it's not just your perspective that you offer someone else, right? But it's yes. it's things that it's insights that come to you that you wouldn't have expected that you didn't go there that day to receive, right? That's right. You know, it's it's amazing what the subconscious thinks about mm-hmm. when you're listening to other things. Mm-hmm. And then you get in your car, drive home, you go someplace and you go, gosh, you know, they brought that up. This is what I ought to do. Because mm-hmm. the real litmus test is, right? I'm working really hard in my business, and every day I get in my car and I go home, and if I say to you, what did you really do today to move the business? It's a blank. You don't know. Yeah. Right? You're, but you're busy, and you care about it, and you care about your employees and all that. But the strategy comes on a day when you can be away from it, think about it, what do I got to do, and – um you know, things happen over time. And so what is the, what are the things that you as a entrepreneur, what are you doing to get yourself in a position to think about your business on a regular basis with a group of others that will help you define your clarity around your vision? Folks, we were chatting with Brian Slack. Brian is a chair of, uh, Invistage International. So, uh, Brian, let's let's talk about how it works, how the groups work. So you meet once a month. We do, and it's a set schedule. I have one group meets on the second Tuesday of the month, another one on the second Wednesday of the month, and that allows me to schedule six to eight subject matter experts that come in from around the country to address the groups. Mm-hmm. And is it in industry exclusive or or what – you mentioned CEOs. It's is a certain. Are they local? Are they national? Or what size companies are we talking about? My groups are all local. Okay. Um, so here in the in the, the greater metro Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Metro so Atlanta. I've got a couple over in Athens. Okay. I've got somebody in Macon. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the um, so that we come together once a month, and everybody's a host on a periodic basis. And hosting means that. I say to people that their host presentation is like you're ready to give a board meeting and you're going to tell your board where you've been and where you're wanting to go. And you're also, boards are there to help you understand how you should go. Mm. And so every host has to have an issue uh, or brainstorming. 
moment. And uh, so that's that's what happens, the speakers, the host presentation, and then the issue processing, which is you know, sometimes it can be brainstorming, sometimes it can be a discussion. I mean, I don't know how many discussions we've had around back to the office. What are you doing? How are you going to do and how that's changed? Sure. Uh, sometimes, you know, you got a problem, you're trying to understand what to name it. Something sort of hanging on the back here. I have a problem in my business, but what should be my role? Mm-hmm. And then the classic, which is issue processing. This is something I'm working on. I'm struggling with how do I, this is why it's important to me, all of that um, uh, processing. And, and most people will say the speakers are great because they bring some clarity around some issue. Um, the um, but the issue processing is the real thinking part, and that's different than most other groups. Mm-hmm. That's what Vistage does so well. And most members will say, "I'm really there for the issue process. I'm trying to understand how to think." Mm. And you talked about the um, the different uh, kinds of companies that are involved. Is there, is there a cer- sorry, yeah, certain size that. or Anything like that that you um, parameters you have there? Or? Well, there, there's usually it begins with number of employees. Okay, okay, so that's usually a pretty good thing. I've got businesses from five million in revenue to uh, seven or eight hundred million in revenue, so it's a pretty big um, SWAT. Um, people are the what cause conflicts inside of organizations. So somebody can be smaller on the revenue side and have a lot of people, mm-hmm. and that makes them, they they have issues they're trying to solve. And then, you know, there are, there are national speakers that say businesses are, are, are stymied by their headcounts. Say, say more on that. Well, for instance, you know, some people, the old, the old book that said, what got you here won't get you there. Mm-hmm. That group of people that helped you get to maybe 50 employees may not be the group that gets you to 150 or 200 employees. So how do you navigate that change? I mean, Steve Jobs was a brutal guy to work for, but when you realize that that's what he saw early in the game was, who he was keeping near him was the people that he felt he could benefit from. Mm. Now he didn't, he didn't treat some of those people that he sort of shoved off the boat real well. But the right. fact of the matter was he did understand that uh, not everybody can be part of your organization forever in the role that they're in. Right. Those are kind of the key words right there yeah. at the end. Right. Yeah. Um, Brian Slack folks, he is, chair of Vistage International. So what what do you tell someone that is thinking about joining a Vistage group in terms of what they will get out of it? Because I know I, I'm in, we talked about this, I think before we came on the air was, you know, people, how am I going to take the time to do this? What am I, what am I going to get out of it? That kind of thing. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting. Um, Vistage has a long partnership with the Wall Street Journal and with Dun & Bradstreet, and they've done some um, research that shows like companies, like companies, like size, 
whether it be in the 2009-10 recession or the one we're just coming out of, mm-hmm. that if you're part of Vistage, uh, you could make the argument if you're part of something, you will grow at a greater rate, and they've got the data to prove that. Mm-hmm. And grow it even during the 09-010, where some companies, by by and large, actually shrunk in size. Most Vistage members grew. And I can tell you that during this last couple years, my members, for the most part, had the greatest fears of their lives. And we're now beginning to deal with whatever's coming around the corner. Mm. And um, and sometimes being in the group, when you finally realize, hey, this may not go on, allows you to begin to think. We're spending a lot of time on risk assessment right now. And everybody's risks are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But the conversations around what's important to that person versus that person just opens up the the possibilities how that may affect you and to get you in the right frame of mind. What's this recession look like? I have no idea. They say Atlanta is not going to be harmed like other parts of the country. But my our members are national in size in mm-hmm. terms of scope, so they are going to be affected. I think it's my role as the chair, and we talk about well, what do I do, I sort of push and push and shove and move in certain directions is to get all the members appropriately thinking about how they're going to manage risk over the next 18 months. Mm. Yeah, I love that. So, Brian, talk about what, what happens in a meeting. I mean, uh, maybe – I don't know if you want to talk about the agenda or what. Yeah, I'll go through the agenda. Yeah, yeah. but um, uh, but you mentioned you have outside speakers that come in. Uh, The host has their issue. uh, Yeah, and their presentation. Yeah, Yeah. and and I guess some other other Vistage members of that group have their own time to bring up their issues they'd like the group to address. Additionally, we do a thing called significant events. And that is, since the last meeting, what's the single most important thing that's gone on in your business mm-hmm. and in your personal life? And we rate that on a scale of 1 to 10. And so... In terms of impact on someone? On how they're feeling. Oh, okay. How do you feel oh, about I, your business? Oh, I got you. How do you feel okay. about your life? And mm-hmm. what's the most important thing that's gone on that may be driving that rating? Mm. Um, that becomes incredibly intimate. And to the point where we don't have guests in the room when we're doing that. So you ask, what's, the, what's it look like? So I got two meetings this week, and they're, they're almost set identical. We usually get together between 7.30 and 8. There's breakfast food. People break down. At 8 o'clock, break down. You know, they haven't seen each other for a month. Uh, at 8 o'clock, we start the significant events. We try to be done with that at 9. We take a break. At 9.15, I've got a fellow coming in on sales process. He's going to talk three hours, basically around that the way that you sell today, although the mechanics have to be the same, the processes are different. What's changed now when nobody's going to offices, nobody answers a phone, how do you go about doing Mm -hmm. that kind of work? Mm -hmm. So he'll speak for about three hours, and we'll have lunch all together, and then at uh, 1 o'clock, our host will give his host presentation. We'll start doing some issue processing, and we wrap up at 4 o'clock. That's, now, a, that's a full day of work. Oh, it's a full day. Yeah, I mean, nobody's <laughs> – no, it's not – you know, you're not playing golf in the afternoon. Right. The other thing I would point out that every month for 90 minutes, 
I meet either in person or virtually with everybody. Mm. And so uh, we're trying to identify things that they've got going that are important. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then I have a greater intimacy around their business. Some people ask me, where do you get your satisfaction? My satisfaction may come from, I don't need any uh, accolades. But I do get a kick out. Sometimes in the one-to-ones, we'll talk about things. And I might make some suggestions, mm-hmm. and we may talk about those kind of things over the course of a couple months. And then in a meeting, somebody might say, we've thought about this, and we're going to do this. And the idea I know came from me, mm. and I'm okay with that. I think it's great. They should get all the credit, and hopefully I, I pray that it will work for them. But that's that's sort of neat, right? Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome work. So. Uh, Brian, I'd love it if you've, uh, if it's appropriate, if you could share maybe a success story, sure, uh, one that illustrates the great work that you're doing through Vistage. I, I got a couple really quick. Uh, one of them was a a, a fellow that um, took over a business and just esopped it, and uh, um, you know just worked hard in the business and ultimately ended up owning it, and um, couldn't really turn it over to somebody else because he grew it too big. So he's going to uh, uh, start it in an ESOP. That's pretty exciting wow, to watch him do that. That's a great problem to have, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Another one was a, a local fella here that um, is a good friend, but his business, his growth, it was on the front page of the Wall Street Journal, said um, uh, private equity likes to look at car washes. Mm. And this man's success has been incredible. And he's humble, and he's great, and I learned so much by being with him. So there's two, I think, pretty exciting um, successes. Yeah, wow. Another one would be a fellow that got involved in the ERC credits. Mm-hmm. And they're probably the largest company in the country doing employee retention credits. Wow. Yeah, so that's, it's just fun. Yeah, that, that sounds uh, quite gratifying. Terrific. Yeah, it is. Uh, Brian Slack, folks, with uh, Vistage. He's chair of Vistage International. Brian, this has been great. I can't imagine yeah. there aren't some folks that would, wouldn't want to be in touch and learn more. So let's direct them. How can they find you? They can find me at uh, my email, brian.slack at vistagechair.com. You can see me on LinkedIn, Brian Slack. You can email me right from there, or you can call me, my number 630 630- 605-1302. And yes, I did live in Chicago at one time, but you know, phone numbers don't mean anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You can't judge a phone number these days for you sure. Uh, Brian Slack, chair of Vistage International. Brian, thanks again for coming. John, on. this has been so great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey folks, just a thought. If you're looking for a great place to do team building or maybe your Vistage group to check it out, uh, uh, Brian, have you ever thought about instead of tromping through the wilderness somewhere and worrying about mosquitoes and fog and damp and all that kind of stuff, how about ANS Culinary Concepts? Yes, an award-winning culinary studio in the Johns Creek area. They do corporate team building activities, and I went through one about six weeks ago, I guess it was, and it was fantastic. Executive Chef Andrew Traub and his team uh, they guide your whole team through uh, cooking and uh, make sure it all turns out right. And then you sit down and enjoy that meal together. So 
if you're looking for something different like that, give Andrew a call to find out what it's all about. 678-336-9196 or go to asculinaryconcepts.com. And just a reminder for those of you that have subscribed on your favorite podcast app to North Fulton Business Radio, we're grateful for you. For those that haven't, we'd be honored and very appreciative if you would do that. North Fulton Business Radio is a search term on your favorite podcast app, and we would particularly love it if you could share the show. If you've heard something here today that makes you want to share the show with someone else or you 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 think, hey, someone else could benefit that you know, please do that. Um, we're here to celebrate the great work of business leaders in our community like Brian who do great work, and that work deserves to be found, honored, and celebrated because business business does great work, and it does not get celebrated enough, and that's why we exist to uh, honor that work. So if you could help us, help our guests, we would appreciate it. So for my guest, Brian Slack, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.